Welcome to Satisfied, where our aim is to behold the glory of God. I'm Nick Jackson, pastor of Timberline Baptist Church in Lacey, Washington. This is Bobby Gaither, pastor of Hope Fellowship in Hillsboro, Oregon. In this week's episode, what are we doing? <laughs> Which one are we on? So we're going to do uh, the American Gospel, Christ Alone. Ooh, a movie but review. I think before we get there, Bobby. Get the popcorn out, guys. I think we need to let people know what just happened. Mm, I don't know if we need to let people know what just happened. So Bobby and I, we get together uh, several, t- uh, several times, or we get together, and then we will record several podcasts all together. And as you know, I always drive the 135 miles from my house to Bobby's house. Not always. Because Bobby never comes and sees me. <laughs> and so I've driven down here. I spent the night at his house last night. It's cool. My kids are still over his house, probably breaking something. <laughs> and, and so we just recorded um, a whole podcast on Revelation because I'm preaching through it. We, we wanted to talk about why is Revelation important. And, and hey, Bobby, how'd that turn out? Uh, actually, really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are people actually going to be able to hear that podcast? No, they're not. Well, why not? Uh, because, uh, oh gosh. Man. All right. So if you're listening to this, we accidentally deleted the podcast and then saved the undeleted version that we did. And we have no idea how to somehow no, undo that and don't. get back to what we recorded. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and you use GarageBand and you know how to undo things and create magic, uh, please get on our website, which is www.satisfiedinchrist.life. And that- you can let Bobby know how to undo a delete. You didn't let me GarageBand. spell life. No, <laughs> dot life. Sorry. All right, man. Okay, but let's get back to it. But really, we're going to talk about the American gospel, Christ alone. And this is an incredible, uh, incredible video that got put out. I I found it on thegospelcoalition.org. Yeah. They were highlighting it. You then actually saw it before I did, and you're like, hey, Mm -hmm. you need to watch this, which then moved me to buy it. And you can buy it on iTunes. You can rent it on iTunes. You can buy or rent it on Amazon Prime also. So if you type in American Gospel, Christ Alone, it's a two-hour and 20-minute video, and it's incredible. Bobby, can you give everyone the, the brief, what's this about? Yeah. Can you give us a synopsis yeah. of it? The, in brief, really, it's a documentary. So it's, it's not... It's but not, it's not just... It's not like a boring documentary. No, 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 no. Like it's, this thing was amazing. It was, it was, it was amazing. Yeah, it was great. And essentially, um, the documentary follows a number of pastors... Um, it speaks to a number of people who have been in and out of really the prosperity movement here in America, the prosperity gospel, uh, those kinds of churches, um, a- a- along with, you know, uh, um, interviewing um, pretty well-known faithful pastors that, you know, that we would say kind of in our, in our circle, you know, um, uh, like Dever and like uh, Chandler and Lawson and Chapel and, Chapel and um, pretty well-known evangelical uh, voices about what the gospel is. Uh, yeah. And they did an excellent job of putting that up side to side with prosperity gospel preachers, faith healing preachers, word of faith movement preachers, what their message is, and not just their message. You're, but the, you're Benny Hinn, you're, you're Benny, Kenneth Copeland, yep. you're uh, Joel Olstein, Bill Johnson. Bill Johnson. Uh-huh. A ton of those guys. And, you know, one thing that I really liked that it did is it actually had, what was the guy's name, the nephew of Benny Hinn? Yeah, Costi 
Hin? Costi Hin, something like that. He's actually on there. So he was a part of the faith healing movement. He was mm-hmm. he was one of the guys who was called the catchers. Isn't that what it was called? He was a yeah, catcher. He, he is. Uh, uh, yeah, he was one of so Benny Hinn's. When Benny Hinn was slaying nephew. people in the spirit, he would catch people as they would fall. And now he's come to know the true gospel. And he was on here. He did an amazing job yeah. just talking about uh, his perspective yeah. from from when he was with his his uncle. And, and from where he is now that he believes in the true gospel. And actually, I really liked how he spoke. He still spoke how much he loved his family. Yeah. He told how great his family is in the sense that they're loving, they're kind. He was not bashing his family in like a, a terrible way, but he did clearly communicate. They believe in a false gospel and yeah. communicating a false gospel. Uh, but I thought his testimony was incredible, and that kind of ran throughout the whole Two hours. Yeah, they they seem to follow um, from Costi to um, uh, the other couple um, who who were agnostic, atheistic beforehand, and then yeah. came to faith as as the lady um, was learning of her you know genetic disability, disability yeah. or genetic uh, disease. Really, was what it was. Right. Uh, that that was killing her. Yeah. Right? right. And she was healthy before. You know, and then she got sick, and then and then her husband had come uh, to faith, um, and then through that process, she comes to faith, and here she is, uh, literally. I I don't know if it's dialysis. I mean, she's being fed through a tube into her, her stomach. Her life is completely she has absolutely a blood changed. disease. It yeah. completely changed. Where she's healthy and strong before, uh, and void of God, healthy and strong and void of God. And now she is sick now and weak and, and full of God, and, full and she of God. says. I'm so much happier now than I yeah. ever was before. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what a testimony that was. But, but going back. Yeah. So the movie is really about contrasting and highlighting uh, a false gospel called the prosperity gospel and the true gospel of grace in Jesus Christ. Yes. And it does an incredible job doing that. And, okay, so let me ask you this. Reaction, like you watch yeah. the movie. Give me like two or three reactions that you have mm. from mm. like feeling gut reaction from the movie. Yeah. Um, the first would be just encouragement because they they so clearly displayed what the true gospel is. Yeah. And and the joy the satisfaction, the benefit of the gospel. Um, I, I think that would be my first reaction. And my second reaction was sorrow and anger yeah, because of the prosperity gospel. Sorrow because there's there are people who are caught up in this. There are people for whom um, family members, I have family members that, that have dove in uh, head first um, uh, have have swallowed the bait hook line and sinker and 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 their whole life is based off of what kind of prosperity I can get from God yeah in the here and now I think I'm pretty similar to you I totally agree they did an incredible job highlighting the true gospel of Christ incredible job I mean and they did that through visual diagrams they did that in a multiple ways on the video that I just 
I loved. Yeah. I, I look forward to watching that video with my church, with my table group. Yes. And I, I'm with you. There's this horror, anger, and sadness that I'm like all wrestling yeah. within. I mean, when you when you see and when you hear what the, some of these people are proclaiming on a regular basis to hundreds and thousands of people. Like, I'm full of anger hearing yeah. how they're leading people away from the true Jesus, and, and they're leading them straight into this vending machine God that if you just put in some money, you, God will give you whatever you want. In fact, one guy, what did he say? <laughs> I wrote it down. Um, and I'll just, Mike Murdoch, he said, when I let go of something in my hand, God always lets go of something in his hand. He said, we don't... He said, we do give something to get something back. Yeah. And man, I like rage like fills in me. But then, but then sorrow, I think like what you said, there were so many people that were on the video also that were coming, that had come out of the prosperity gospel. And, and you could see their, their sadness. You could see how it had torn them up. You could see, uh, just the effect that that had on them, and to know that there are hundreds and thousands and millions of people who are caught up in the prosperity gospel, thinking that they are knowing the true gospel, and yet they're being led further and further yeah. away from God. Yeah, it breaks my heart to know that 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 is such a reality everywhere in the world, especially here in America. Yeah, well, and, and what they're doing is they're playing. Man, they're playing on people's emotions um, and desires and really leading them away. They're not leading them towards God. They're leading them away from God. They're saying yeah. uh, to value to value money. I mean, one of the, Kenneth Copeland, what did he say? He, uh, the offering plates came out, and he said, are you ready to give yourself a pay raise? Yeah, he said, I wrote down, let's receive our evening offering to give us a chance to raise our income. He, he, he said, he said in other places, you, he says, saying. Jesus is a banker and you can access your heavenly treasure, treasure now. now. You should, folks, uh, this is another time when I wish we had a video camera in here. You should see the rage like, on his face. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, it's just straight up from the lies of Satan. So, so Bill Johnson. And now here's free for those of you who don't know, Bill Johnson is the pastor of Bethel Church in Redding, California, and I'm, 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 I went to school in Redding. I went to Simpson College, Simpson University. I'm very familiar with the ministries of Bethel. I've, I've, and there's some, there are, there are some wonderful people there. There are some people who, who I believe are, are even genuine and earnest in their pursuit of God. I'll say that. Well, I think so. I, I think I, so. I, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not condemning uh, the, the the church and everyone in it. Uh, I am condemning the theology. I am right. I, I am saying this is this is a lie. This is a lie from the pit of hell. And we the, the the movie gets into that as well. I mean, it actually goes into what doctrinally they're saying about who Jesus is and how it affects the gospel. And we'll get there in a minute. But Bill Johnson said. And in fact, he had the body, the church that, we, that was there, repeat with him. We are believing God for, as we're putting money into the offering plate, we are believing God for 
better jobs, higher pay, pay raises, more commission, more than he starts listing off these things of and the church physical, is just repeating. And the church is like excitedly repeating, yes, this is this is why I'm giving. This is what this and, and that's what the televangelists do. I never heard like that before. I mean you hear of that stuff happening, but I mean they had the recordings of it. Yeah. And it was I, I think shock maybe is another word. Like you and I, we, we did another podcast earlier, and we're trying not to make this one the same as that, where we talked about the true gospel, and uh, and we highlighted some other false gospels in that. Um, but this video really showed a reality that exists, especially here in America, where there are are many, many people gathering in, in what they believe are, are churches that preach Christ, but they don't preach the Christ of the Bible. In fact, I think... I think Paul talks about it really well in 2 Timothy. He said, For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teaching to suit their own passions and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. That's what we see. And this prosperity gospel, if you're listening to this podcast, this prosperity gospel is everywhere. Um, And... And it finds its way even into, I think, gospel-believing churches. We'll yeah. talk about that kind of in a moment on, on how we can sometimes flirt with that. But y- you need to know that it is becoming an ever-present reality in America. And there are many people, uh, and, and you might be one of them, who are going to churches and they have Bibles and they'll mention the name of Jesus, uh, but they... They are not preaching the Jesus of the Bible. They are not preaching that God has saved us by his grace. They are preaching yeah. what you can have now. They are preaching your best life now. So let's let's give a quick, and again, we're not going to go back and redo uh, the gospel podcast, but it's probably good for us to define right now what, just in, in, briefly, what is the gospel? Well, the gospel is the fact that because we are sinners, we are separated from God. Uh, we cannot come into His presence, and we are under God's wrath because we've offended Him. And the only and the result of that is eternal hell. Um, and so that that that's where we are. And if nothing changes, that's what happens. But then, what we see in the Bible is God sends His Son Jesus. Mm-hmm to come uh, in the flesh. So as human and God, he comes in the flesh that he would live and then die on a cross in our place, absorbing God's wrath so that we who believe in him would be forgiven. The gospel is about God's grace in Jesus Christ that we who are sinners would become children of God, adopted into his family, and we would. We would become co-heirs with God, yeah. meaning all that God has, he shares with us. But what we see in the Bible is that all the, all the treasures of God, we will experience the fullness of those in the new heavens and new yeah. earth. And right now, while we do have love and we do have joy and we do have peace, we are not necessarily promised any type of physical blessing. We are not promised healing. We are not promised best life now type scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, as we were, as we did in that Revelation one, you know the one you deleted. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that podcast? Uh, briefly, just briefly, vaguely, vaguely. Uh, yeah. We actually <laughs> talked about how Revelation shows that. The Christian life is going to be largely characterized by suffering. In fact, when you come into the New Testament, we see suffering as as a very present reality. Jesus suffered. 
Paul suffered. Um, John is on the island of Patmos suffering. He's been persecuted. Uh, Stephen is martyred. I mean, when we come through the New Testament, we don't see a bunch of guys sitting back in Lazy Boys uh, in luxury, but, man, they have marks. They have badges on their bodies of suffering, and yet they're calling out to live as Christ, to die as gain. You you mean if Jesus were here today, he'd fly around in a jet? Or he'd... Man, that, you know, in, in the video, <laughs> like you literally, you have these guys and they're saying, if Jesus was here, he, he ain't going to ride no donkey today. He, he's going to be in that, in that Ferrari. He's going to be on that Learjet. Yeah. Uh, and it's just a total misunderstanding of the gospel. And what it does, it appeals. It takes, it takes all the rewards of the Bible. Yeah. And, and it makes them right now without Jesus. Yep. And it says you can have everything you want now apart from Jesus. In fact, I think it was Trevin Wax who on the video, he said one of the quickest ways to spot a false gospel is to ask, who is the gospel about? Yeah. And so when, when you're listening, so it, when you gather with your church on Sunday, and, and I encourage you, if you're a part of my church, you're part of Bobby's church, whatever church you're a part of, who's the pastor making much of? Yeah. When you're singing songs, what are the songs making much of? When you're taking offering, what's the purpose of the offering? What is everything about on Sunday? Is it about you? Is it about the the betterment of your life? Is it about the glory of God? Mm -hmm. Is it about experiencing his glory and seeing his glory proclaimed here and now and in all ends of the earth? Yeah. Well, and... The thing with the prosperity gospel is it it denies so much of what he, what Jesus said. I mean, yeah. I, I Luke nine, right? And he said to all, "If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself. Yeah, take up his cross. That's an instrument of death. Take up his cross daily, every day. I am dying, and follow me. For whoever wouldn't get this, whoever would save his life will lose it." But whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. What is the prosperity gospel doing? Man, it is saving my life. Man, I I, want to have my best life now, my a good life now. I want to take as it's the American dream lived out. Take treasures, take treasures out of heaven, right? And and live it now. Now, is there joy now? Yes, absolutely there's joy now. Are there good things now? Sure, you bet. But the gospel begins with. Repent, yeah. Repent and believe, and then I didn't hear any of the prosperity gospel. Well, you know, and, speak and Osteen repentance. will say he doesn't like talking about repentance, and and most of them do. They don't like talking about repentance and sin. They don't nope. want people to feel bad. No, nope. and they want people. Again, it it's it very much appeals to our our, our worldly fleshly nature. We, we want comfort. We want uh, we want the pleasures in this world now. And it appeals to that. It's, it's idolatry just lived out. Well, and really, uh, Alstein, his, his theology is really just a new form of pharisaical. Um, uh, um, well, Gnosticism to... is what they compared it yes. to in the video, which I thought was yeah. really good. Gnosticism is this 
uh, it was in the second century. If you have secret knowledge, uh, then, then you can know more about God and experience more of his uh, blessings and, and truly be saved. And prosperity gospel is saying, look, if you have enough faith, if you, if you know this secret knowledge of God that allows you to have all this more faith, you can have all this blessing now. And if you don't have it, then that's the reason you don't experience blessings. So anytime bad things come into your life, it's because you lack faith. It's because you're not good enough. It's nothing about God's grace. It's nothing about God's sovereignty. Yeah. It's because you lack. And I think, think what I was trying to say is uh, we have a, a screenshot here, and I'm going to read this. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it reminds me of the prayer of the Pharisee. Hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, like so, Ma- I think that's Luke 18. Yeah. I mean, the rich, uh, the rich guy, he, the the humble guy, or the the tax collector comes and he yep. prays yep. and he beats his chest. Yep. And then you have the Pharisee come and he says, "I thank God I'm not like the tax collector." Exactly. Okay. I so, think that's Luke 18. So, so listen to this. Uh, this is Olstein, uh, uh encouraging people to plead with God to tell God why they should receive blessing. He said, remember how I have walked before you faithfully and and with wholehearted devotion uh, have done what is good in your eyes. So he's talking about Hezekiah pleads his case, right? So he's saying, when in difficult times, it's good to remind God all the good you've done. Here we go. God, I kept my family in church. God, I've gone the extra mile to help others. God, I've given, I've served, I've been faithful. In your own time of need, you should call on those seeds you've sown. If you have other family members, parents, grandparents who love God, just remind him, God, my mother was a praying woman. You know that lady honored you. God, you know my grandparents. They had hearts after you. Um, so really what you're saying is, God, we have a history with you. That's why, in the, and, and he continues to, to make his, to twist scripture, really, and yeah. make his point to say, God, remember all these good things I've done? Yeah. This and, is this is why you should bless me. And I think what was incredible for me is like with that, they really make this connection that I, I don't think I had seen as clearly as what they were doing on the video. And and they showed it very well, I think, that prosperity gospel teaches that you actually become God. Yes. And that yeah. that you are God. And like in Genesis one, we read that. <clears throat> Animals make animals after their own kind and all that kind of stuff. And so what did God do? He made someone after his own kind. He made gods. And so we literally are gods, which is God has the power to speak uh, realities Mm -hmm. into existence. And we also have that that power because because we're gods. And again, if you don't, it's just because you don't have enough faith. Yeah. Yeah. If you think bigger, you'll live bigger. That's Olstein, right? Um, and so there's, there's several of that phrase kind of pushed around. Totally. So I, I think we could spend a lot of time yeah. on, on highlighting what, what they've said. I encourage you, this video, I think, is a, is a great resource for every believer. I think every believer needs to watch this video it just as a way to be encouraged by the gospel and to be aware of the dangers that surround them. And and I think also there are things that that you and I, that that Christians that believe in the true gospel, that we can fall into a form of prosperity gospel. Things like uh, when we say, uh, you know, if if I've gotten sick, well, why am I sick? I I don't deserve, how how can I have cancer? I've been a Christian for so long. 
and and we will say things like when bad things happen, we'll say, well, well, Christians, God doesn't want us to go into, God doesn't want us to experience trials. Um, God wants us to have a good life. And, and we'll say, like when bad things co- happen, we'll almost be offended or surprised by yeah. thinking, but surely God wouldn't want this kind of stuff to happen to me. I'm a good person. And what we begin to do is to articulate a form of the prosperity gospel, which is saying, um, I, I deserve better now. I deserve good things now. And, and that's a dangerous temptation that I think that as Christians we can yeah. all fall into. Um, and so we need to realize that this prosperity gospel that is, is out there also yeah. flirts in here with my own heart. Yeah. And I remember still, there was a, you know, we were talking yesterday, uh, like a year ago or something, you know, we were in your living room and I was talking about some subject and, and I said something and you said, hey, that, that's a form of prosperity gospel. And I had never, I don't even remember the exact conversation, but all I remember is you had said something commenting on what I had talked about and and there was a form of prosperity gospel in the words that I had said that I didn't see until you brought up. Mm. And what what I think this video does well is show the danger out there, but it also says, hey, we need to watch our own hearts. We need yeah. to guard our hearts. We need to make sure that we are in the word of God being nourished with the true gospel. Yeah. Uh, something else, I, I, again, and I'm not trying to pick on any one person in particular, um, but because the Jesus culture movement is so big, yeah. um, because the influence of Bill Johnson is so large, um, and, it, and it, he's got a big funnel through the music that happens there, which is, the music's phenomenal. I mean, the music itself is, is very well done, right? And so there's a big influence, but you, I, we, it's our job to warn people. Yeah. It's our job to warn people. Part of what Bill Johnson said is, I refuse to create a theology that includes suffering. Yeah. Overtly, he said, I refuse to create. For First of all, Bill, you don't create theology. Yeah, no. That's, that's not your job. Um, and your job is to communicate the theology it's to communicate of, the, of, word of, of the Word of God. And so there's, there's, a, there's a misunderstanding there of what apostleship is, too. And, and so that's a whole other wing that we'll get to another time. But that's in direct direct contradiction to Scripture. James 1, 2, and we talked about this earlier. Count it all joy, my brothers. When you endure various trials. When you meet various trials. That's suffering. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. Guess what, guess what suffering does? Well, but I mean, let, let's back up even from, from there, because I think we could use James, we'd use 2 Timothy 3.12, where it says, indeed, all, all who desire to be godly in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Will be. Revelation. But if we remove suffering, we remove the cross. Yeah. There's no Jesus. Yep. There's no forgiveness of sins. Jesus comes as the one to absorb God's wrath. So if we remove suffering, we remove the very means in which we are forgiven, which, which God has given us grace in which we can come and be <clears throat> adopted into God's kingdom. So if we remove suffering, we all go to hell. Like that's, that's the end result of that. So if we play out that theology, there's no good news. And what <clears throat> one thing that the video said, it said, it talked about 
how hateful this prosperity gospel yeah. theology is. And I like the way it said it because it said it will focus on miracles. It will focus on, <clears throat> man, I'm like choking here. It will focus on miracles and the good things that God wants to have on you, but it will be silent on God's on, on, on the word of, on God's word about sin yeah. and the need for repentance yeah. because it will say God loves you, God accepts you, mm -hmm. God wants you to have stuff, God is impressed by you versus God's wrath is against you yeah. right now. And <clears throat> we can tell people how awesome they are, <laughs> but if the reality of the word of God says that if we do not receive Jesus Christ as yeah. our Lord and Savior, then then we will endure the full wrath of God for all of eternity. Yeah. So if, if we ignore that message and we just tell them how good they are, that's like, that's like ignoring the person who's in the middle of the street and the semi is coming right at them, and we see it, and rather than say something, we just say, have a good day, as the semi runs them over. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Yeah. Can you imagine your kid out there in the middle of the road? Yeah. You're saying, have fun out there, semi. I mean, go, go play in the road, kids. And that's literally what is happening yeah. with a false gospel here. Yeah. And I think that's, that's where the horror is. And the horror is there are so many people that are deceived into that today. Yeah. Um, and we need to be aware of that. And I think, that's, I think that's what the video really did for me. And I've only seen it once. I want to yeah. watch it again. Yeah. But it really highlights there's, there's precious people out there yeah. that that are being deceived by this false gospel. Yeah. yeah. I want to, I want to put a cap on suffering and then I want to yeah. move us to, um, what this gospel, what they're doing to the deity and the humanity of Jesus with the word of faith movement. Um, uh, John 15, 20, Jesus is speaking. Remember the word that I said to you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. Like it's promised. It's, yeah. it, you have to deny the words of Jesus, the one whom you're saying you are like or you are becoming like. Uh, I mean, if you, you'd have to remove so much of the Bible to take out suffering. I mean, suffering is a massive theme that runs all throughout the Bible. I mean, the pattern of substitution. Yeah that runs throughout the Bible and suffering is incredible. Uh, anyway, sorry, uh, we can go on. No, I, and there was one more because Costi Hinn, when he was asked to preach his first sermon at the church that he went, oh, he man, went that to was John amazing. 5. That was amazing. Right? And you're, you're preaching John right I now. I am, and I just preached John 5 a few weeks ago. So this was cool because we talked about this last night, and you just kind of went off on it. So yeah. can you – so the prosperity gospel – says, if you have enough faith, you'll be healed. Yep. And everything is placed upon faith. And uh -huh. so the picture is, is like Benny Hinn with thousands of people all around him, and he's going and, and healing people. And if they're not healed, then it's because they don't which have he's, enough faith. Which he's not healing people. Exactly. But that, yeah, that's, that's the perceived. Okay, so, but then you come to John 5, so go. Okay. Tell us what happens to John 5 so, and how it's different. And this is literally what Costi brings out, the nephew of Benny Hinn, as he preaches his first sermon, which I just thought was incredible last night. Yeah. So John 5 is, is Jesus comes with his disciples, and he comes into the, uh, the, the temple, right? He goes into um, uh, the colonnades, the, uh, the healing pools. So the healing pools of, of Bethesda or Bethsaida, however you want to pronounce it, and this literally is like a football field. 
There's two pools that they know of that they've uncovered. There's a football field full of, of lame people, paralyzed, people with withered hands, uh, people who are crippled. Uh, people who are blind. And the tradition has it that an angel would come and stir the pools, okay? Uh, and in fact, that part's not in the earliest part of Scripture. That's hmm. why, that's why um, chapter 5, verse 4 isn't in like the ESV or several other translations okay. because it was added by uh, an editor probably later, okay? And I'm going off on this, but um, wh- what we see here is Jesus walks in and there is a plethora of people there. Who, who need to be healed. He could have, in a moment, healed them all. That wasn't the primary reason why he came. It wasn't to heal the physically sick. Yeah. It was to preach the gospel. And in fact, you see this in the, in the, in the, um, in the movie, other places. In fact, uh, the gal who is sick draws attention to that passage in Mark. But what happens is he goes to this guy and he says, do you want to be healed? The guy has no clue who Jesus is. In fact, he starts making excuses why he hasn't gotten into the pool yet. And really, he's just, he's there. And, and, and but who's this guy? He's, is he lame? He's, he's lame. He's been lame uh, for 30-something years. Not lame like lame, but no, he's lame. lame like, like he can't Legs walk. don't work. He, legs don't work. So he's literally carried there, put on a mat uh, in, in, next to a pool or, or somewhere close to it for eight hours a day or more. And what happens is Jesus commands him and says, get up and walk. Hmm. He doesn't ask, do you have faith? Do you believe? Do you know who I am? It's, it's not that at all. Jesus commands him to get up and walk. Which was amazing because rather than than crediting his faith yeah. or anything else. It's just grace. Well, and, and what you see is it's God's power and rule over all things, over mm-hmm. creation, over uh, deformities, over yeah. sicknesses, over disease. And his, Jesus has the power to heal. It's his sovereign power. Yeah. Is that, that word sovereignty was a big one for, for Costi yeah. as to why are some people, you know, um, what is God doing? Who's, who's doing the work? Right, um, and we see that his desire was not always to heal everyone, which is, which I think was brought out really well in the video. In fact, yeah. what you were referencing in Mark chapter one, we see that Jesus does all these healings, and then uh, in the morning it says he he wakes up, and Simon uh, and it says, and Simon and those who were with him searched for him, and they found him and said to him, uh, Jesus. They said, everyone is looking for you, and he said to them. Let us go on to the next towns that I may preach there also, yeah. for that is why I came out. So there's, there's all these other people that want to be healed, and it would be awesome if Jesus healed everyone. But what we see, the purpose was to proclaim the gospel. The purpose yeah. was not necessarily to heal everyone, but, but to preach the good news yeah. that the kingdom has come in Jesus Christ. Uh, that's the good news. And that's... That becomes what we see as a big contrast with the true gospel of the Bible and a false gospel is like the prosperity gospel. It wants to focus on like what we said, the rewards now, like cash in all your heavenly rewards now, Mm -hmm. get your best life, your Ferrari, your bigger house, Mm -hmm. all these kinds of Mm -hmm. things where the true gospel is about the proclamation of the gospel, about Jesus Christ coming to save us, uh, that we might be forgiven. Yeah. 
that, that God's wrath against us would be propitiated in his son Jesus Christ at the cross. That's the primary thing yeah. that we need to let people know. And, and the good news is, is that in the end, when Christ returns and we're in the new heavens and new yeah. earth, everyone is healed. Yeah. Everyone will yeah. be at full maximum joy yes. in the very presence of God, radiating the very glory of God for all of eternity. We're not little gods going to have our own little words, worlds apart from the one true God. Right. No, we will be with God yeah. forever. That's what the true gospel is. Yeah. It brings us into the joy of God for all of eternity rather than saying God made you so you can be your own God in your own place somewhere else. That's right. But it brings everyone into the true relationship yeah. with God. And that's a greater joy. So much That's greater. a greater joy That's uh, than anything we can have, than anything, any of the pleasures that the earth can give us. Well, if, if God's eternal and he gives us his joy, yeah. which is in him, which is infinite, what kind of joy is that that we have? Yeah, yeah. That's this maximum infinite, infinite joy, joy. Yes. that... that <clears throat> What else? What else are we going to peddle? And and people need to understand as we as we preach the gospel of of, of repent and believe, right? This is not a joyless gospel. This is a joyful gospel, a joy so strong that it endures during suffering. What that it that endures was the testimony. during trial. That was the testimony of the woman who, man. We're, okay, so you got to watch the video just to see the testimony yeah. of uh, Kath, Catherine Berger. I think Catherine. I think that's what her name yes. was. Amazing woman. She's like a CrossFit woman, super strong, everything. Yeah. And then you just see all these diseases come upon her. And, yeah. and literally, as, as the video keeps going, I keep going, is, is it going to keep going? Is it going to keep getting worse? How much more is going to happen? And yeah. you just see something else happens it to her. Something else happens to, get to her. Worse. Something else happens yeah. to her. And I'm like horrified as I keep hearing yeah. these things. Yeah. And yet then she says, like what we said earlier, is, okay, before I was healthy, I didn't have God. Now my body's broken, unhealthy, and yet I am so much happier. Yeah. I would not want to go back to that life because of the joy she yeah. has in God now. Yeah. That's what we give when we give the true gospel. That's right. It is a joy that surpasses any type of physical reward that yeah. you could possibly have. Yes. It is a joy that comes from the true triune God into our hearts yeah. that satisfies us. So I want to go back to, uh, and we got to wrap this up. I want to go back to quickly... Um, what do they do to Jesus theologically, and what do they do to man? Because they're basing their theology, especially the Word of Faith movement, what they're saying is that Jesus was a man who was just the firstborn of the Spirit, yeah. that he did his miracles as a man empowered by the Spirit, which means if Jesus did it, we can do it, because he was just a man. Exactly. And, and we're gods. We're gods made in his image. What does that do to the gospel? And you know what? We're going to have more of a conversation about this in, in another podcast. We got another podcast. That, and it's so good. Yeah. It's the Green Lantern yeah, heresy. This is the Green Lantern heresy that we're, um, superheroes can't save us. Otherwise known as adoptionism or dynamic <clears throat> monarchianism. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> I can't even say some mm -hmm. of these words. Yeah. Um, but basically what's happening is they are stripping Jesus of his deity. Yeah. They are saying that when he was on the earth, he was not God. He did not act as God. And so in emptying himself out, he emptied himself out of his deity. Yeah. 
That makes no sense. Well, at that moment, you you lose who God really is because in order for us to be saved, we have to have the perfect man to come stand in our place. The problem is there is no perfect man. And we have to have someone who can absorb God's wrath. The problem is, as man, we can't absorb God's wrath. That's why Jesus has to be both man and God. If we lose one or the other, we lose all of Jesus. Yes. Jesus has to come as the God-man. And that's one thing. You're you're right. We're we're about to do an interview with Todd Miles, which is going to be super fun on heresies of, of that have taken place about Christ over church history. But all heresies attack the very divinity of Jesus Christ, and their goal is to make him more like us. Yeah. Uh, so it, it lowers Jesus and raises us, and it's all about our, our comfort, our prosperity now, yeah. uh, versus finding our true satisfaction in God and what God has done for us in Christ, um, which is what our whole podcast is about. It's about being satisfied yeah. In Christ, yeah, I, I, I think we keep going. We, we can. I last admonition. If you believe the prosperity gospel, what you have to do to the nature and the person of Jesus, yeah, it, it's so destructive, and you can't destroy Jesus. It's destructive to you. And ultimately, how it plays out, how it plays out is it destroys people. Yeah. It destroys people for whom and when tragedy comes upon them. It leads people away from God. It leads people away from God uh, because what they're left with, when their faith doesn't heal them, what they're left with is that I'm not good enough, that God must not love me, that I can't do it. And here's the truth. You can't. You can't, but God can, and he did. He saved you. He bought you. He purchased you. He redeemed you. Trust in that. Repent and believe, and that's the gospel. You can find, again, the, uh, this video. It's called The American Gospel. In, in Christ, American Gospel, Christ Alone, it's on iTunes. It's on Amazon. Here, uh, listen, if you're listening... You need to you need to buy this movie. Yeah, like it's, it, it's it, worth it is it. a good movie. It's it's going to make you angry. It's going to make you happy. I mean, you're just going to have a a whole torrent of emotions. But you need it because it's warning us of a danger that is that is right now a reality yeah. in the very culture, especially here in America that we live in. We need to know this. We need to be aware of it. I have family members. Bobby has family members who are all being deluded yeah. by. This yeah. false gospel. Yeah. Know it for your sake. Know it for the sake of your family members that you would be able to love them yeah. and share the true Christ with them. Um, so, so, so go on to these websites. Uh, let me pray, and then uh, we'll close out. Father, we thank you for your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you that by, by no works of ourselves are we saved but it is only by the grace of your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you that in your great rule and sovereignty, you have sent your son, that he would come to this earth as the God-man to live and to die in our place that we who believe in him would be saved. God, we believe that 
It is in grace alone, by faith alone, in Christ alone that we are saved. Lord, help us to know the true gospel that comes from your word. Lord, give us ears uh, that we might be aware of the false gospels that surround us. God, move us to love the people who are in, uh, who have been deceived by these false gospels. Help us to witness to them, to love them. Uh, God, to share your saving truth to them. And God, we pray that they would come to know you. Lord, we thank you once again for your son, Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to Satisfied in Christ. You can find our resources and other podcast information on our website, www.satisfiedinchrist.life. Do you have thoughts, questions, comments? Please contact us through our website. Thank you for listening.